I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Weather Insider brought to you by Quip, one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. Quip has a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you to switch sides, sonic vibrations for healthier gums, and a multi-use cover for brushing on the go. Go to getquip.com slash weather. A major winter storm will get taking shape in the middle of the country as we go through the end of the week and into the weekend. There's going to be some rain, but especially ice and quite a bit of snow. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers. I'm joined by AccuWeather.com's Dave Dombach. This is Weather Insider for Wednesday, January the 15th. We are at episode number 228. And Dave, before we get to the to the big storm in the middle of the country, which is going to be a travel disruptor and all kinds of things. Let's talk about two other systems. First of all, we have one on the West Coast, actually the Pacific Northwest all the way down the California coast. That's been something we've been talking about all week. The Pacific Northwest has gotten some snow, and this will continue. And then we're going to talk about another weak system in the east before we get to the big one. So let's talk about this one in the west. Right. I know, uh, let's say in the Seattle area, for example, uh, it actually has snowed. It's the first time. This week is the first time it's actually snowed this season. I mean, they don't normally get a whole lot of snow. Their average is, what, eight, nine inches or so. But it actually, it's significant. It has snowed. Uh, The roads right in Seattle proper, down near the water, hasn't been too bad. Uh, But in the higher elevations and actually out there over the last couple of days, the snow levels have been very low, like a few hundred feet. Normally that's pretty few, low. <laughs> normally they're a couple thousand You're feet, correct. so it's been very low, and so you've really seen that uh, the elevation difference in the snowfall. And there's been some significant snows down pretty far in elevation this week. Uh, another system is going to be coming in, uh, and again, it's going to be one of those uh, you know the 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 lower elevations versus the higher elevation type deal. But another system, it's been a very active uh, pattern out in the West Coast area. And this system, uh, what's been happening on the West Coast, we're going to see this moisture Wednesday night move down into the San Francisco Bay Area, for example, Sacramento, and then on Thursday, all the way down into Southern. California, there's going to be some rain, a little bit of snow in the Sierra. So uh, this system uh, causing some travel delays on the West Coast, nothing major, but Mm -hmm. uh, certainly any place like Seattle that gets some snow, it's hard to drive around. And with all that air traffic, there will be some in and out problems as well. We have a system, a a clipper system moving pretty quickly, uh, moving through the the Great Lakes and into the eastern states uh, Wednesday night into Thursday morning. Uh, For most places from Pennsylvania on southward southern New England, it's just going to be some showers. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's not going to be really disruptive. Talk about where there may be some snow issues from that system as it moves rapidly eastward? Uh, mostly the area across uh, uh, the Great Lakes, especially the uh, the eastern, northern Great Lakes, into New York State and into central and especially northern New England. There might be some uh, areas up in there that get a few or several inches as you get pretty far north into New England. The one thing following this storm with a lot of cold air coming in, 
uh, during the day Thursday will be lake effect. There'll be some lake, not not severe, not anything you know outrageous, but there will be some lake effect that uh, downwind of Lake Erie, Lake Ontario, the typical places that get lake effect snow in this situation. And the big ticket item for pretty much everybody in the Northeast on Thursday, gusty winds. 45 mile per hour gusts. Even like, down to the I 95 corridor? Absolutely. Right down uh, DC to all the way to Boston, that whole corridor. 40, so that could be, so actually the winds could be more disruptive sure. to airline travel than, than the little bit of precipitation because it'll cause delays and because it's so uh, gusty, the, air, mm-hmm. the airliners will have to fly in in a certain yep. direction that they won't if it wasn't as windy, and that could cause the flights to kind of pile up and back up and cause delays. Exactly. We're looking at 45 mile per per hour gusts uh, easily, and maybe a 50-mile-per-hour gust, uh, not out of the question. But as far as driving, uh, the New York Thruway east and west through New York maybe as you said, a couple inches, and especially north of Albany up toward Montreal, but nothing that they can't handle. Exactly. So let's talk about the big storm. The big we, We've kind of uh, uh, teased everybody talking about that. So that system is going to start to take uh, shape on Thursday, especially Thursday night across the uh, portions of the southern Rockies in uh, New Mexico, across West Texas, and then start to move out from there, gather some moisture from the Gulf of Mexico. But uh, there's going to be a a, a swath of ice from the Texas panhandle all the way over to places like Wichita and Kansas City, and snow will start to form on the north, and that's Thursday night. And then by Friday and Friday night, that system will be moving eastward, and there'll be quite a bit of snow from uh, northeast Nebraska up to places like Minneapolis and Milwaukee, Green Bay, uh, with uh, a mixture of snow and uh, and sleet and and rain farther south. Talk about that system on Thursday night through Friday night, and then we'll finish up with what's going to happen in the east over the weekend. Right. This is a, a large-scale storm. It's going to affect, like you said, a, a good chunk of territory uh, across the country from the Midwest all the way eastward. And if we're focusing on the Northeast itself, it's really going to be a Saturday event, Saturday, Saturday night event. Uh, and as far as as far as the accumulations go, um, you know, we're looking at probably minimal accumulations uh, in, in like the, the I-95 corridor south of New York City. But you get into New England, it might be a different story. Boston could be dealing with, you know, three to six inches or so out of this. So let's focus on where the storm's starting from, though. So places like Minneapolis, for example, how much snow do you see there? Is the heaviest snow going to stay north of Chicago? Uh, and will they get some disruption, but not really too bad uh, in that area as milder air tries to move up the Mississippi Valley. Right. I know Chicago, we were looking at that the last couple of days, and, and they're you're right. I think they do get into some milder air, mild enough air that they have a mixture, maybe even some rain. So the main corridor is going to be north of there, across parts of Wisconsin and into central and northern Michigan. So that's Friday and Friday night. So if you're going to be flying into Minneapolis or Milwaukee or places like that, uh, you may have some problems flying. And then even places like Chicago or Indianapolis or Detroit, because of the fact, even if it's a mixture, mm-hmm. the ceilings will be low, the visibilities will be low, and that could cause some problems. Right. So the cold air you mentioned that's going to be coming in behind this clipper system into the northeastern states with those gusty winds on Thursday, that fresh cold air will be mm-hmm. in place on Friday and into Saturday as the storm system, which is going to be taking not a, a you know a classic a snowstorm southerly track, but uh, more or less uh, heading up uh, across the southern Great Lakes and maybe into New York State, 
milder air will be able to try to come northward, but that cold air that I mentioned, that fresh cold air will be stuck in there, and that's why you talked about the, the snow that uh, the, this on the front end of this, we're mm-hmm. going to see several inches of snow uh, probably arriving uh, in the, on Saturday. On Saturday. Uh, sa- Saturday morning in western Pennsylvania, Saturday afternoon in eastern Pennsylvania, I-95 Carter, Saturday evening mm-hmm. in New England. So in places like Philly how, and, and, and New York, how much snow do you think there'll be before we get any kind of a changeover uh, if we in fact do? We probably will, but how mu- what, what do you think? Well, right now we're kind of thinking of Philly uh, coating to an inch. Uh, Not much. Just under an Northern inch. Northern or western suburbs, maybe uh, a little more? One to three okay. in that area. Uh, New York City, uh, probably right on the one-inch line, give or take. Oftentimes New York City's right on the line, whatever line it is. That's true. And uh, so so that would be Saturday night, Saturday, Saturday afternoon, late evening, afternoon. And, but then it should change over to rain. Now. Cha- and what about further west, like Harrisburg? Uh, up the state one to college. threes, one to threes in that zone, and then some ice. I think the farther inland you go, while it's warming up aloft, uh, the surface temperatures are going to be. It's going to be a real struggle for a while to get the temperatures above. So there could be an extended period where there's some sleet and so, freezing. So rain. the warmer air uh, coming at a high levels just blows over the top of the cold air. Cold air is heavier. It's more dense. It, right. it ha- cold air has to move out of the way. Warm air can't push it. That's right. Because it's, it's the less boss. dense. The cold air is the boss. It is, and so that's going to take a while to get out of there. What about further north? So let's talk about Interstate 80. Do you think Interstate 80 across Pennsylvania will start out with uh, several inches of snow? and then eventually change over? Right, right. I think, I think that's... That'd be, the, be by late Saturday? The I-80 quarter, that's probably you're your around like a three or four inch line around in there. Then And then like generally a three to six inch snowfall the northern half of Pennsylvania uh, into southeast New York, like toward the I-84 quarter, like Poughkeepsie and those areas. What about the New York Thruway east and west from Buffalo to Albany? That could be a good... That could be a zone where there's uh, easily a half a foot of snow, if not a little more, especially the farther east you go into, into New York State. And then what about... We'll finish up with New England. What do you think they're going to wind up with? I think uh, Boston probably uh, three to six. Uh, it gets and really... It changes over there, it too? It probably changes over there. Boston's really a tough call, uh, much less as you go uh, farther south in New England. But then you get to like a Portsmouth or a Portland, that could be a, a really a good snowy zone. What about it places never really changes over there, like uh, Worcester, or what about a place like that, or uh, in you know Manchester? In, in I would say a, uh, I'd say you know half, close to a half a foot of snow in there, if not a little more. Probably some ice. It never goes to to rain ever. I mean, the cold air is just never getting out of there. So the mild weather that we've seen over the last couple of weeks in the eastern states is definitely, uh, the weather pattern has definitely changed. We see this big storm. In fact, there's maybe signs of another storm a week later, but we won't talk about, well, I just did. But we won't talk about that specifically right now. But you want to stay with us here on AccuWeather.com. You want to be back with us on Thursday for a new edition of Weather Insider. We're really going to focus on this big storm that's going to be getting going in the middle of the country and then rolling eastward. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. If you enjoyed this AccuWeather podcast and play fantasy sports, check out Field Conditions, giving you inside information on how weather can affect your fantasy picks. New episodes every Friday. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.